for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Imagine yourself in heaven. You have lived a long life of service to the Lord, served Him faithfully, and now you're in a position to receive your reward. You then realize that someone who just came into the kingdom was someone who had never done anything for the Lord. As a matter of fact, every day of their life was in opposition to the Lord, and then they give their heart to Jesus on their deathbed, just before they die. And that person is now in heaven with you, and they get the same reward. How would you feel? Let's take a look at the passage and see how this is playing out with respect to uh, this uh, event uh, that is being uh, portrayed by Jesus. Let's take a look at the scripture. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came, and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? 
so the last will be first, and the first will be last. Welcome back to Living Life. You know, when we look at this passage, it's, it's really uh, interesting because it, it causes us to really think about some questions that we may have. Uh, in this passage, Jesus says, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who goes and he hires some workers to work in his vineyard. Now, some of the, some of the workers started to work early in the day. And then other workers, as a matter of fact, in this particular case, worked one hour. But what happens is, is they get the same wages paid to them. Now, if that had happened in this world, you know, someone might want to sue, or there might be a lawsuit. But in this particular instance, Jesus is trying to make a point. Those who, the, the individual who worked an hour versus those who had worked many hours in the heat of the day received the same wage because that's what they agreed to. And that's what Jesus gave them. He gave them that because he was giving them what uh, they desired. But now they were unhappy because how could someone who worked one hour get the same wages that we, re that we should have received after working many hours, it's not fair. You know, sometimes you get this argument about God's not fair. Life is not fair. It shouldn't, this should not be. But when you, when you direct that fairness argument to God, there's a distinction that must be made. And when we look at this passage in terms of just kind of rewards, is remember, God is not giving us or looking at our merit. He's looking at us from, with the eyes of grace. We are receiving grace rather than what we could have received, which was death. We could have received, you know, the justice of God, but we're receiving the grace of God. When you apply God's position from the standpoint of calculating it from a human standpoint, it doesn't make sense why someone would, who worked one hour would receive the same wages as someone who worked many hours on the same job. But when you look at it from God's standpoint in terms of grace, we begin to understand that grace is not based on merit. Grace is not based on our works. Grace is not based upon uh, what we earned or based upon how much money we paid for it. It's simply based upon the divine, undeserved favor of God. So God can do whatever God desires to do with his resources. Remember, these are God's resources that he gives us. And so by giving us these resources, even when we don't deserve it, do we really have an argument that God is unfair? If we really thought this through about the fairness of God, can you imagine if God dealt with us on a fairness basis? Fairness has to do 
with God's righteousness. It has to do with God's justice. If God dealt with us on the basis of fairness, we would all end up in hell. But he doesn't deal with us on that way. Uh, Psalm 103 says he has not dealt with us according to our sins or according to our iniquities, but he's given us, he's shown us mercy and grace. None of us gets paid according to merit, and we, none of us have come close to satisfying the requirements for a perfect life. Only one person who walked the face of this earth, and that was Jesus Christ, who lived a perfect life that satisfied God. And that's why Jesus could be our perfect sacrifice and then take our place, be our substitute, because he met the perfect requirements of God that we could not meet. And God then looks at us as righteous because of the righteousness of Christ that is imputed to us. We receive that righteousness of Christ even though we have no righteousness because by faith we receive that righteousness and Jesus becomes our substitute. So it's not the time that we put in, it's not the years that we put in, but it's the heart that we put into the time. Otherwise, if you remember the story of the repentant thief, that repentant thief would probably tell you, I didn't do much right in my life, but when I was on the cross, when I was dying with Jesus and I said, remember me when I you, you come into your kingdom, Jesus showed him grace and said, this day you will be with me in paradise. And that repentant thief received the same reward and he received the same welcome into the kingdom that we also will receive. I'm so glad that God didn't deal with me on the basis of fairness. I'm so glad that he dealt with me on the basis of his love and his grace and his mercy. I'm so glad that he didn't deal with me according to my sins. I'm so glad that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Are you glad today? If you can't be glad about that, today's the day to change that and receive Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time, this opportunity to be in your presence. We thank you for what Jesus did for us on that cross. That cross. He, was, he was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. And if we believe that, we also can be children of God. Father, I thank you for that message. I thank you for that truth for all who may be watching and listening. I pray all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
Sing in closer, sing in 